Hello. Hello. What's new in your life? What's new in my life? Yeah. Um, today, me and Austin spent five hours shopping for a white button down. For what occasion? By the way, Austin is Andrea's husband. Yes, you he's, probably know that. He's very cute. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's embarrassing you for you. You can cut that out. I most certainly won't. Continue. Anyway, we have to go to a wedding and he like doesn't have a shirt to wear. And it took ages. He's stylish. He's not one of those guys where it's like, oh, like I had to go shopping for him. because like <laughs> left to his own devices. He'll wear like something completely absurd. Okay, actually, today we were in this ridiculous store at the outlet mall called like off Saks Fifth Avenue. It's like the outlet version of Saks Fifth Avenue, which I think is really fancy. It sounds like a place Massey Block would have gone to. I like, said that while we were shopping. It's so insane. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, he found this jacket. It was a puffer jacket. It was huge. And it was all printed with like Nickelodeon characters. It was like Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. It was Gerald. It was Arnold. It was like Rugrats characters like all over this. Picture a giant puffy jacket in like neon Nickelodeon colors. And he would have bought it. It sounds very zippy. He tried it on. He loved it. He was like, I could wear this for decade day at school. Like, I mean, girl, Christmas present. <laughs> I, you could be like wife of the year. In good conscience, I don't know if I could spend money on it. It was how something. How much was it? It was like $65. Oh, okay. Which like, if you think about a winter coat, that's not that expensive. But when it's covered in cartoon <laughs> characters, it seems <laughs> excessive. It does. <laughs> Anyway. That's cool. I'm glad that the journey was um, successful. And we had a fun time. And now we're together doing uh, this pod. Which we love. Which we love. It's such a thrill. I've really become accustomed. Like, I enjoy this. So, I'm very excited about this episode. Oh, I'm jazzed. Yeah, because... So excited. I have a lot of memories about this episode. Do you want to tell our listeners what the episode is? I'd be delighted to. Today's episode is Night of the Living Dummy... Two. The two is very important. The two is very important and a little bit confusing if you're just kind of like scrolling along on Netflix and you want to watch Night of the Living Dummy and you're like, why does it say two? Right. So you kind of looked this up. Yes, I did. So I can read you this um, directly from IMDb. So it says that this is one of four episodes based on a Goosebumps novel, which was a sequel. but The original was not adapted for television. Because Slappy was not the antagonist of the original book. Very interesting. So I guess it's Who not... would be the living dummy in Night of the Living Dummy if not Slappy? Dennis? Oh. Mm, yeah, we might have to do some more research on that. But okay, so that's interesting. So it's called Night of the Living Dummy 2. But really, that's just probably the episode that's in your memory if you remember Night of the, yes. Night of the Living Dummy. Which I actually had... A memory from this show that was stuck in my head for years. Like, I was always super afraid of ventriloquist dummies, and I didn't really know why. It's not like, like you encounter them on a regular no. basis. No, and like, obviously they're creepy, so like, who likes them, I guess. But um, the memory that I always had in my head was him, like, up in the, like, in the ceiling. Mm -hmm. I was like, I know... That's some memory from some childhood something or and other. And this is it. And this is it. For me, his laugh echoes in my head. It's like a eh, 
I'm so sorry to your ears for everyone who heard that, but it's like this crazy maniacal cackle that I hear in my nightmares. It's so crazy. It's, oh my gosh, it's so scary even to this day. We watched this last night and I was like, I really hope I don't have to get up in the middle of the night to pee because I don't want to walk down the hallway because Slappy might <gasps> be there at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm frightened. I, I would like to know, so I've never been around a real ventriloquist dummy. Mm-hmm. On the show, they're big. Like, Slappy and Dennis are large. Yeah. Like, if they were standing, they would come up to, like, my ribs. Yeah, I don't know if they're that large. In... I guess they would have to be because, like, they have to sit on your knee and you have to, like... Do the, do the thing, however you do it. <laughs> we know nothing about ventriloquy. No, and here's the thing. I don't want to know. <laughs> and side note, when I have children one day, okay, fully plan to support whatever hobby they want to do. Mm-hmm. Not ventriloquy. They I'm, are not allowed to have a dummy. I, too, will draw the line at ventriloquy. That is where I draw it. No, you cannot do it. And I'm, that is what I said. Because I said so. <laughs> I'm practicing this for the future. You can't have that dummy because I said so. And I'm in charge. I hope those words never have to come out of my mouth again. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. But I'm excited about this episode because it really was just, gosh, it's so frightening. Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm interested as we have our conversation to think about, like, what fear is this actually getting at? Dolls come to life sometimes. Not... Not, not, a, no, not, nope. in, not in real life, but <laughs> okay, like... You scared movies. me? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, dolls come to life sometimes in movies and stuff. Like, what's, like, um, that movie, Annabelle, and, like, Annabelle Returns. Did you watch those? No, but I know it's about a little doll come to life. But for Chucky? some reason... Chucky? Yeah, well, like I said, I think in our first episode, my experience with Chucky is, like, at the blockbuster, seeing the back of the yes, movie. Yes, and Mom always talks about the time... Our cousin was little, and they went to the fair, and he cried and cried and begged her to win him this Chucky doll. So she spent, like, all this money knocking down the milk bottles to win him this stupid Chucky doll. And then he, she got in trouble by his mom because she was like, you gave him this Chucky doll, and now he can't sleep. It's a classic Shirazi story. Yeah. So should we get into it? Absolutely. We're going to have lots of fun. I'm so ready. Um, it is my turn to yes. give the rundown. All right. So I hope I do it justice. I'm ready. So, okay, so we open on a nice suburban scene. Very As, few of these take place in, like, the middle of the city. No. No farms. It's typically, mm, like, the suburbs. Domestic, yeah, for sure. So we open up, and there's a family. Um, a family of a mom and dad, uh, two girls, and a boy. So we've got three kids this time. Yeah, we do have three kids. It's usually a family of just two, two kids. Boy and a girl. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. And they're putting on... <laughs> This is so funny. So funny. They're putting on, like, a family talent show. Ridiculous. And from the show, it appears that this is something that they do... Weekly. Yeah. Like, a lot of pressure. Quite regular How many pieces. talents does one have? Like, the mom was, like, baton twirling. The dad was playing the guitar. What else? What did the siblings do? Well, one was doing the dummy thing. Yeah. But we'll get to that. There was... Oh, yeah. The guitar, the baton. I don't know if we really saw what the other thing was, but... No, no, one of the sisters paints. Oh, one of the sisters paints. We don't know what the brother does. Did you know that Grammy was, like, a baton champion? What? Maybe not a champion, but, like, she was a baton twirler in high school. Really? Yeah, I think she can still do it. All right, go, Graham. Yeah. Get it, I guess. I didn't know that. (laughs) Right? That's our legacy, and you didn't even know it. I 
could have a latent talent for baton twirling. I didn't even know. Do you have hidden talents? Uh, well, it might be baton twirling, but I was never given the opportunity. I feel like if I have talents, I like yell about them. <laughs> I don't feel like I would keep them hidden. <laughs> I get that. I can balance a whole broom on my pinky finger and wow. switch hands. That's something. That's special. You sound like you really don't think that's special at all. Well, the way you said a whole broom. A whole broom. As opposed to just like a part of a broom. No, the whole broom. Where did you learn this and why, when do you do it? Well, I don't, well, like whenever I have to sweep something, I'm probably like not sweeping. (laughs) I'm probably balancing that broomstick on my pinky finger. You don't find this impressive? I've always thought this was something that was like, I was very talented at. I'm sorry. I wish I was impressed. I I wish you were impressed, too. So sorry. Anyway, back to the family talent show. Right, so they're all performing. Which, might I say, if you have to do a family talent show every single week with just your family, are you expected to come up with a new talent? Do you have to do the same thing? Like, oh, mom's twirling her baton again. This is honestly just embarrassing for them. But I will say, just in life... I'm a talent show enthusiast. Oh, me too. Like, I love I don't want to perform, perform in them. I love them um, on TV, mm-hmm. like a talent show or like audition sequence. Oh, a montage? Bring it on. Absolutely. Um, Dude, give me some like high school stand-up comedy. Oh, yeah. Here for it. And in real life, too. Like, bring me to the talent show. Yeah. Again, I don't like need to be on the stage just let me be in the audience and I'll yes as we've talked about this before like I fancy myself something of an expert audience member and Mm. I will laugh at your jokes like I'm here to support you on the stage oh whoever you are yeah whatever you're doing remember that kid in my high school who was like really good at stand-up comedy one time I laughed at his jokes so hard that mom was really embarrassed and she told me I had to laugh quieter which is kind of a theme of my life like I've been in public places and had the people I'm with be like can you like laugh softer I mean he had us in the palm of his hand he was funny it was really funny did you know that I once tried my hand at stand-up comedy when it wasn't in any sort of official capacity it was just at like um an audition for a play where, like, I knew everybody in the room who was auditioning, and I didn't really like the piece that they gave us to read. <laughs> so you I made was, up your own. Yeah, I was like, mm, I know all these people, and I don't really like this material that much. It's, like, not that funny. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'll just try something. Did you get the part? Um, that play didn't end up happening because COVID happened. Oh, okay. But <laughs> well, I like to think you would have gotten that part. Okay. Family talent show is happening. Family talent show is happening. And the younger daughter, her talent is ventriloquy. Again, you can't do it because I said so. And the sis is embarrassed because, like, her dummy is janky and he's falling apart. His head falls off during her act. (laughs) And his name is Dennis. (laughs) He's kind of cute. You think he's cute? I think he's horrifying. Well, compared to Slappy, who we'll get to later, he's not that bad. Okay, so as you said, Dennis's head rolls off his shoulders in the middle of her talent, which she's like, this is so embarrassing, which like, I mean, you can't really be embarrassed in front of your family members on family talent night, but she is. Right, that's really not that embarrassing. And she's like, oh, dad, you said you'd buy me a new dummy. And he's like, I did, didn't I? Like, go look behind the couch. And sure enough, there's like what appears to be a big coffin. And inside this big (laughs) coffin is the scariest doll you've ever seen. He's a better dad than I'll ever be. And his name is... I guess I'll never be a dad. Yeah, so he wins. The dummy's name 
is Slappy. <laughs> it's the most awesome name ever. It's perfect. It's really, really great. Everything about it is flawless. So the sister, Amy, she pulls a card out of his pocket mm-hmm. that's, and it's got these Latin words on it. Is it for sure Latin? Oh, uh, maybe not. Maybe it's just gibberish. I don't know I why. Have no, I, I never occurred to me that it might be an I actual know. We really should sort of like look it up and see if it, it was means. Whatever like, it did, it did magic. Mm. Whatever, whatever it said when she spoke the words out loud, it did some kind of incantation. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember what the exact words and were. even if I remembered, I wouldn't say them no, because bad things happen. I, I was it. just going to make something up. It's kind of like I would not play Jumanji when I was a kid because, hello, look what happened in the movie when they played that game. Hello. Yeah. So she says the hidden words and you kind <laughs> of know, like, all right, this is about to go downhill. Like, Slappy's coming to life. And he's coming for you. I think as soon as she says the words, like, don't his eyes move? <gasps> oh, I hate the way he's got these moves. giant, giant round eyes that are like this hideous green and they just like loll around in his head. Yeah. Oh, she gives him like a nice hug, which is like very kind. Yeah, of he's her. her new friend. Yeah. And then we see the angle from the back. And yes, that's when his eyes like sort of twitch back and forth. Dennis has gone by the wayside. Yeah, Dennis is... Ca- yeah, he's She like, no longer cares for Dennis. No. Yeah, so that's terrifying to me. And later on, so she's in her room, like, practicing for the family talent show. As one does. As Listen, one does. it comes every week. <laughs> you gotta be prepared. <laughs> you gotta juggle those balls. You gotta twirl that baton. And then the big sister comes in, and she's mean, and she's like, don't try on my clothes. Which, honestly, that's my life. Well, listen... You've stolen a lot of my clothes. I've stolen a lot of your clothes. I've stolen a lot of Emily's clothes. Random side note, but I think this is so funny. Our sister Emily works night shift. So, like, she sleeps during the day, right? Mm -hmm. And one time, I don't know, I just truly was not thinking that she was there. Like, whatsoever. So I was like, I think I'm going to raid her closet because I need a specific item. So I walk in there, turn on the lights... (laughs) Open up the closet, start picking out items. Oh, no, don't want this, don't want that. Start tossing them onto the bed. <laughs> and like, after like a while of doing this, I hear, hey, and like <laughs> something rustling under the covers. And I've literally just been throwing her clothing items on top of her. It was very funny. Did you like scurry out? Yeah, I was like, ooh. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, the sister comes in and she's like, don't try on my clothes or... You know, whatever. And Slappy says something at this point, but, like, no one really notices. I'm not sure what he said. Like, hey. Yeah, something like that. Yes, yeah, something like that. And then it's nighttime. And this oh, is yeah. where things really go down, sis. Yes. So we get the perspective of Slappy walking down the hallway. Ooh. She's got chills. Yeah. And he, he's a dummy, so he takes, like, these little teeny tiny... <laughs> tiny little, like, steps. Right. And he's wielding something. Right. Which, something sh- sh- long and sharp What looking? did you assume that it was? I thought it was, like, a stick. Some sort of weapon. Yeah. You know, like a knife. And the next morning, we see that... The big sister's painting that she, like, presented at the talent show... Ruined! It's ruined! ruined. He... He painted, he took red paint and painted, like, a little stick figure family on it. Right. So we all know it was Slappy, but the parents are like, oh my gosh, like, who did that? And, of course, they blame the middle sister. Absolutely, as one does. And then, yeah, she says, I'm playing for everything around here. 
Which, like, she is. She really is. And the girl goes in to chat with Slappy, and she's, you know, sorry for all the drama. <laughs> and we see that he has red paint on his little hands. He does. So he's really about to wreak havoc. So the next morning is yet another family talent they show. They come up quick. They really do. They are rolling these out. So Amy gets up, and she starts doing a performance. And then Slappy starts talking. Yeah, but of course they all think she's controlling what he says because she's a ventriloquist. Yeah, and he starts talking and like making these really insulting jokes. Like he calls the brother dumb and the mom fat. It's just terrible. It's like really bad. Like it's not even funny. And they're all like, Amy, why are you being so rude to us? And she's like, it's not me, it's Slappy. And they're like, whoa. Uh, Clearly they think she's a magnificent ventriloquist. I know. I mean, honestly, that's a thought that crossed my mind as we were watching because I was like, man, if I wasn't insulted by these jokes, I would be like, my kid's got talent. <laughs> Again, I would not foster this talent, but would I be mildly impressed? Sure. <laughs> so Amy puts Slappy back in the box because she's mad at him because he's mean. He's mm-hmm. a mean dummy. Not to mention like talking of his own accord, which uh, dolls don't usually do. Okay, so cut to the next day, and Amy is in her room with her friend and her friend's little sister. They're making posters, and basically, the most important part of this scene is Slappy, like, the little sister takes Slappy out of the box and is playing with him, and Slappy grabs her finger and won't let it go, and the friend thinks that Amy is, like, hurting her sister. Mm. Um, And she's like, I never want to see you again, and she, like, runs away. So now Slappy has lost her, her friend, and is continuing to damage her reputation. Yeah, so at this point, they kind of have a little family intervention because they think that Amy is sort of cuckoo nuts because she's blaming all this stuff that happens, you know, on her doll. I mean, like, to be fair, if I had a kid or a friend that was like, listen, I'm not doing this, my ventriloquist dummy is doing it, I would be like, oh, honey, sweet cakes, we need to get you some help. (laughs) Oh my gosh, totally. I mean, they even offer her, like, support and therapy. Right. Which is very nice. I would honestly take it. I mean, like... I would as well, simply to get away from Slappy. Oh, me too. But again, this goes back to the fact, I think we might have touched on this before, but like, who's going to believe me? Yes. That's and that's the, the scary for me. part. Right. Who's going to believe me? Like, if me? I went to my to, to my therapist and I was like, my ventriloquist ventrilo- dummy. Hey, Nicole, what's like going on this week? Uh, my ventriloquist dummy came to life. <laughs> Do you remember in Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan the, when they switched places and, um... Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> where Lindsay Lohan is, like, inside her body, was like, well, let's just go to the police. And she was like, that's just going to get us 24 hours in a psych ward and a Thorazine drip. Like, that's what <laughs> that's what comes to mind when I think oh about my what gosh. would happen. The love I have for that movie. It's flawless. Yeah. So she absolutely does not want the sex support and therapy. But she just wants them to believe she her. She just wants them to believe her. And she's like, no, I don't want all that, Mom and Dad. Gosh. So that night, Slappy escapes from his box, and he creeps down the hallway. The mom and dad are, like, chilling in front of the TV. They're asleep. And Slappy poises a guitar over the parents' head. Oh, like he's going to smash them He's poised to strike. Yeah, like he's going to hit them. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is so scary. Like, he's murderous at this point. (laughs) And Amy comes in and totally saves their lives. She tackles him. Yeah, and they get into, like, a tussle. But then the parents wake up, and it just looks like Amy broke their instrument. Right. So it's just unfortunate. <laughs> they smash. While she's saving her parents from being murdered by Slappy, she also managed to smash her dad's prize guitar. And now how is he going to be in the family talent show? 
I wonder if Slappy would be down for just like a reasonable heart to heart <laughs> and be like, Slappy, what is your aim here? Right. Why do you want to kill us all? Right. That's the thing. He really doesn't have a motive other than he's like demonic. No, she's like very nice to him. She puts him in the family. She Talent gave him hugs. hugs. She gave him nice hugs. <laughs> I'm she, really. <laughs> she threw Dennis aside for him. <laughs> right. I'm really just not understanding where all this demonic rage is coming from. But <laughs> Satan probably. Yeah, Satan himself. <laughs> so the parents try and talk to Amy about it again over breakfast the next morning. And she's like, I got to be done with this slappy because he's ruining my life. He's ruining my life. <laughs> so she tries to shove him down a storm drain, like the kind that Pennywise lives down. <laughs> Which, by the way, have you ever like watched the It movies or anything no. like that? Did you know Pennywise lives? Yes, I didn't manage to absorb that from, like, pop culture. Yeah, he's down there, and you can see his little face, and he says, like, time to float. Who? Like, where? I'm not not certain. But when the movie, when the most recent movie came out, I thought those memes were so funny. (laughs) They were. Yeah, people diving down into the sewer drain for, like, various reasons. It was... One of my personal favorites was, like, Pennywise was like, I'll pay off your student loans. And the next <laughs> slide was, like, someone jumping enthusiastically down the storm drain. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> With Pennywise. So she shoves him down the storm drain. He's protesting, like, verbally while she's doing this. Um, one other <laughs> it meme that I thought was funny back in the day <laughs> was someone in a clown costume doing a split. And it said... Is it worth it? Let me work it. Put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. And it still makes me laugh. Sometimes the internet is like a weird and wonderful place. It really is. So what were you going to say before I went on the tangent? As she's pushing him down the storm drain, he's like loudly protesting. Oh, he's like, yeah, Amy, what, what are you doing? doing? Uh, don't do that to me. Yeah, so yeah. she shoves him down there. But of course, you cannot be got rid of that easily. You just know that he's going to reincarnate. And I'm afraid. So, I mean, he really, it doesn't take him long to reinsert himself into their lives, because back at the house, there's little teeny tiny footprints. What's funny is, like, his footsteps are not threatening. They no. sound like, like, they're tiny little footsteps, because he's a doll. So, like, it's not like these big, it's not Jurassic Park, where it's like you hear the T-Rex coming. These are, like, little pitter-patters. Right, and yet, that's almost more terrifying to me. So, she's, so Amy follows his little footprints, and to me, this is one of the scariest moments. And she turns around, and there he is. Yeah. Did I shriek? Yes. You bet your bottom dollar I did. <laughs> and he tells her that they are one. <laughs> and not only that they are one, she is his slave. Which is problematic. You can't just call people that. And he says he's going to hurt her family. He says that he could hurt her and her family in a hundred ways. A hundred ways. The day that a dummy tells me that I am his slave... <laughs> I'm out. My will to live live is not that that strong. strong. Exactly. I'm outie. Yep. Goodbye. Bye. So one one thing that's really great about this moment is that the big sis finally sees. Oh yes, I love that. I love that. Finally, she's not alone in her terror. Yes, they had this collective sister shriek. Which I loved. It, it was, was like, wonderful. Yeah, it was such a catharsis to me because I was like, they're in this together. Yep. And at this point, he clearly, Slappy clearly doesn't care about being secretive. No, he's he's done. He's like, you shove me down the sewer drain. I'm back. <laughs> I'm, you know. It's my time you. now. <laughs> right. It's showtime. It's showtime, baby. <laughs> so he chases them around the house and it's, oh, it's a terrifying chasing. And this is the iconic shot that I was talking about um, at the beginning. The one that was deeply embedded in oh, your memory. Oh, it's deeply, yeah. Embedded. He's like hanging from a chandelier. He's like hanging a from a chandelier. Sia. The way I remembered it was that he was 
on a mantle, but he wasn't on a mantle. Yeah, like Sia. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to swing. Her, almost called her Sierra. Sia. <laughs> He's going to swing from the chandelier. That scene would be much less terrifying if they overlaid it with <laughs> that song. <laughs> oh my gosh, do you think if we did that, we would get... We would take the internet by storm? Or do people not care enough about this um, to really care? I'm certain our three listeners would find it funny, but I don't know if anyone else would. I might spend minutes of my day actually crafting this I mean, together, I'll laugh. So. <laughs> Perfect. That's good enough for me. Stay tuned. <laughs> now, Andrew, would you like to quote what he says at this point? Oh, <laughs> yes. He says, this family belongs to me. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. And he doesn't have like a scary, scary voice. He's not like, I don't know. And what is it about it that I find so bone chilling? I Okay. I think the reason that things like dolls and like swings that swing on their own mm. and like little ghostly children is like this conflation of like innocence and evil like you put the two things together and it is as you said bone chilling Mm. like it shouldn't be but it is it's like something that's so innocent with something that's so terrifying they should never meet Mm. and when the twain shall meet (laughs) it is horror magic wow R.L. Stein, man, he's really, he's really the master. By the way, do you, I think you know, you're going to know exactly where I'm going with this, but do you, like, stress snack when you're watching Goosebumps? No. When it's particularly scary? I don't. Interesting. That <laughs> proves a very, um, a long-standing oh scientific question that I myself have been pondering since the seventh grade, <laughs> um, where my friend Emily chose to do this project at school where... The question was, do you eat more snacks when you're watching comedy or when you're watching, like, horror suspense? I think you eat more snacks when you're hungry. So, like, whichever movie you watch first. Oh, that's an interesting... That's an interesting uh, wrench to throw into the mix. How hungry you are. Very astute. Very astute. <laughs> <laughs> very astute. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, okay, when I'm relaxed and I'm laughing, do I eat more snacks? No. Or do I stress eat because of When the- you're laughing, your mouth is open and you're, you're like not going to be eating and laughing because like you'll choke. <laughs> I think I just solved your problem. No, there's, a, there's a lot of debate around this. Now, see, we're having dialogue. This really is a scientific question. Shout out, Emily O. Shout out Emily O. I wonder if she remembers the results of the survey because I don't. But we had a blast trying to really prove (laughs) this science because we went to her house one weekend and watched She's the Man. Again, another absolute classic in my top ten. And we we all took no we would like eat a bag of Cheetos and then like take a tally of like, okay, like I laughed and then I ate Cheetos. <laughs> and then the next weekend we went to another friend's house and we watched one of Stranger Calls and we took our notebook and we were like, okay, like I ate some smart food. I'm gonna like <laughs> Which which house provided you with more snacks? No, there's too many variables. Let's move on. <laughs> I'll never move on. Never. Okay. Anyway, this, where were we like this is research. 25 minutes ago when Slappy was on the chandelier? Well, wh- one thing, I, one more thing I'll say about that <laughs> is that I am, I am, this particular episode didn't really prove anything one way or another snack wise because the only snack that I had was one singular cookie. I guess I could have like stress eaten the cookie really fast. <laughs> I digress. Okay. <laughs> so the family belongs to him. This family belongs to me. And then another tussle. All of a sudden, someone comes out and tackles Slappy. And his head bangs against the mantle and cracks in half. It is made of porcelain. 
It is. And his spirit, I would say, oozes out in a haze of green. Yeah. It's kind of, like, similar to the green that's in the opening of Goosebumps that, like, goes about the town. Ooh, you're right. Bum, 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 Ooh, do you think that's the spirit of Slappy? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Wow. Connections. Making connections. <laughs> and so, in this moment, you know, it's kind of a relief because, oh, like, Slappy's dying, but this is Goosebumps, and we know that it can't end that well. The parents have heard a commotion. The parents and the little brother. So they run downstairs. They kind of see this whole thing that's happening, and... How would you just des- how would you describe what happens next? Well, they're like they think their little brother came out of nowhere and saved the day. And saved the day. So at this point they're all in the parents and the three kids are all in the living room. Slappy is smashed and the sisters are like, "Oh my gosh, what's the brother's name?" Jed, Jed or something? Yeah, Jed. They're like, "Oh my gosh, Jed, like you saved us." And he's like, "I wasn't even here." And then everybody turns around and backlit like, standing majestically on the coffee table is Dennis. It's Dennis. He's back, and he speaks, and everybody sees him speak, and he says, Nicole? He says, like, yuck, 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 thought you could get rid of me? No, he says, it's good to be back in the family, or something, oh, something that, like that. That's it, that's he has, like, a weird, like, hillbilly farmer yeah, thing going on. It's, he's significantly less cute now that he's come to life. Yeah, but... That's where the episode ends. Yeah. That's it. It really almost left you wanting more. I was grateful that the parents saw. Me too. That was a positive. So now they're not going to think Amy's crazy, which is great. Although, I think at this point, Family Talent Show has to be over. It's got to be done. There's no guitar. There's no dummy. The painting has been ruined. And you know she was peddling that painting from week to week. And it can't just be the mom twirling her baton every week because that's lame. And who knows what the brother does. Probably nothing. Yeah. The end of an era. Mm, Truly. So what were your thoughts about the episode? I wish it was like a... I know that there's none of the Living Dummy 3, but I kind of wish that it had been right after this one because it doesn't have a satisfying conclusion. Mm. You went from one evil dummy to another supposed, like, presumably evil dummy. And, like, I still don't think I know what the lesson was. I don't know. I don't think I have a good answer. Hmm. We're going to have to really think about this one. Do you want to talk about Jurassic Park? Okay. Ooh, I would love to end this up. I know this seems like a really hard pivot. I'm tracking with you. But speaking of things that shouldn't be alive, but they are, Mm -hmm. I would love to talk about Jurassic Park. Okay. So, like, maybe a few months ago, before the school year ended, Austin and I decided that we would really love to re-watch all of the Jurassic Park movies, like, leading up to the sixth one that came out this month. And I've been digging it. Like, we watched all of them. We saw the new one. And I... I, I'm just obsessed. Like, I love them. I had never seen any of them besides, like, the first one a long time ago and the fourth one a few years ago. Mm. But Jurassic Park wasn't really, like, a part of my childhood. Right. The first one came out, I was, like, five, and they were way too scary. Oh, my goodness. I did not need, like, dinosaurs in my nightmares. Yeah, the first one's pretty gruesome, honestly. It is. Yeah. And, you know, they get less gruesome mm-hmm. as the movies go on, and I actually wish they maintained the level of gruesomeness. And this is why. I think I figured out why I'm so obsessed with Jurassic Park. Let me know. I think it's because the world has gone cuckoo nuts. And there are people who are in charge who are greedy. And they will exploit people for money. And the little people just get kicked around. While the the big dogs, like, poison their water supply. And, like, make the world a bad place so that they can have money. 
God, and and they never, they never seem to get punished mm-hmm. because they have all the money. But in Jurassic Park, if you are bad, you're chomped. If you are a bad person, you are going to get eaten. No questions asked. And I love that. It's just so simple. Good people live. Bad people, they get eaten. And I just love that very simple and black and white concept of justice. And I feel like it's something that, like, our world is lacking. It's deep, folks. It's deep. Yeah. It's more than just, you know, roars. (laughs) Did you (laughs) like the new movie, Nikki? I did. We went and saw um, the new one in theaters. Yes, first movie post-COVID in a theater. I will say, um, too much bugs and not enough dinos. There were a lot of bugs. Like, big locusts. Yeah, I could have done less with the locusts and more with the big dinos. The big (laughs) raptors. Oh my gosh, what did Emily say the other day that was so funny? She... She was like, look at this rhinosaur. And I was like, oh, what? And she was like, duh, rhinosaur. And I was like, are you saying rhinoceros? She was very confused as to why I was confused. But sometimes Emily just says things so confidently that you're like, that's not a I don't thing. Like, what do you mean right. by that? It's a great summer series. Yeah, I find, them, I find them like, I, this is disturbing, but I find the Jurassic Park franchise very comforting. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed um, this episode. Hope you're having um, a great fall by the time you listen to this. It'll be yes, fun, so. and we hope that when you're feeling sad, you watch Jurassic Park. And then you text us about it. Yeah. And then you come over and watch us with it. That would be great. Watch it with us. And we'll see if we eat more snacks <laughs> when we're scared than when we're laughing. Bring a notebook. Yes. <laughs> we'll see you there. Okay, bye. 